We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Welcome. I want to repeat one of the things that we heard from the fantastic professionals over at Children's Mercy. Um, That is an important reminder as we are kind of trying to process all of the dark that has knocked on the door of our town. It's a reminder that there is light. And in the two o'clock hour, she said tragedy yesterday was met with strength compassion, and absolute preparedness. And I think that it's important that we remind ourselves that out of all of the horror, we saw the very best of Kansas City yesterday, and I would expect nothing less. Amen. I would expect nothing less. The children will all survive their physical wounds. Thank God. And I think this is a week that we all come together. Uh, We reach out to friends. How are you doing? Even if you have friends who were down there that weren't anywhere near the impact zone of what happened, there is still trauma in just being there and watching people running and getting separated from family members. And then your cell phone doesn't work. This is the week that we wrap our arms around one another. There is time for vengeance, and it's coming. It's coming, and this town deserves it, and we'll get it in the form of justice, and we will talk to the prosecutor about that later on in the show. We need to right now wrap our arms around each other, Scott. Mm -hmm. Uh, The mayor joins us at 3.30. Uh, Look forward to talking with him. I I will say this. I was on with Bob Fesco this morning and Josh Klingler over at 610 Sports, and I, I said something on, on that show, and, and Bob echoed it, and I, I said, this is a time where you reach out. You don't go in. You reach out. I believe in talk therapy. I truly do. And last night, um, we got off the air last night at 7 o'clock, and it had been, and, and again, this is not about me. This is about this city. This is about the people that were hurt. Sadly, the woman who died yesterday, um, and God forbid if any more die. But but I got home last night, and well, let, let me backtrack. When we got off the air last night at seven, I had been bottling up the entire day yeah. inside of myself. Sure, we all had. And, yeah, sure. And I got off the air, and I must have flooded the floor in this room with tears. I, I couldn't stop crying. 
and I get home and I call my mom and I call my brother and I get into bed about 8.30 and I'm just like, I'm done with this day. I don't want to watch the news. I'm put on Friends and just watch Friends all night. And my phone rings. I look over and it's Ryan Lefevre, the voice of the Kansas City Royals. And I'm like, what the hell is Ryan Lefevre calling me for? You know, I've known Ryan for 20 years. We're good friends. And he and I run in a very exclusive club, and he's not a sec- he's not secretive about that. Uh, and I think you guys can figure that part out. He's not talking about broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> They're like, wait a minute, secret club? You guys are on radio together? Is there a knock? Uh, Ryan has made no secret about the fact that he's a recovering alcoholic. Yeah. And... Um, and my, my phone rings, and I see it's Ryan Lefevre, and I, I said, hey, man. And all I hear, and it was the, it was, it, was the, it was the two words I needed to hear last night. I said, hey, man, what's up? And he goes, let's talk. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And... Uh, We talked for two hours. I, I talked to Ryan. I hadn't seen 1030 in months. I don't see 1030. And Ryan and I were on the phone last night until 1030 last night. We talked about what happened yesterday. We talked about God. We talked about recovery. Uh, we talked about depression. Um, and it was it was the most cathartic, yeah. healing, recovering he he I, I wrote him this morning. I said, You were sent to me last night from God. You were exactly what I needed at exactly the right time. Find your Ryan today. Yeah. We all need it. Yeah. We all need it. Man, it was hard. It was hard. Uh Diana in Pleasant Hill. Thank you for your patience. Five eight six seven seven nine eight. Hello. Hi, go ahead. Thank you for your patience. Yeah. Yes, I just wanted to say, I think it's it saddens our hearts for everything that's happened, not only in Kansas City, but throughout our nation. Um, and I feel like we need to fight back, as Roosevelt would say, you have nothing to fear but fear itself. And I think we should have, like, silent auctions. I mean, anything we could do to raise money in a group and put it in an account for these families that need help with, in cases like this, you know, with hospital bills, counseling. Yes. I know you guys are doing a blood drive, but it'd be nice if we come together as a city. And I know the chief has to feel bad for what happened, and my heart goes out to them too. That hmm. you said, Parks, that we are strong, and we need to come together as a group and stay strong together. Diana, thank you. Thank you for the call. And in the next coming days, I assure you, there will be a centralized, safe, um, double, triple checked place that if you want to make those donations, you can. The city will take the lead with that. Mm -hmm. The chiefs are taking the lead with helping out um, the families. Those conversations are already being had. And I know everyone right now is like, what can we do? I want to do something right now. Yeah. Um, I, I would urge you not to start um, launching a million different fractured GoFundMes right now. 
please let the city take that role. I assure you, and we're going to talk to the mayor about this coming up, there will be a appropriate centralized location to help if you choose to do so. Uh, we, we live in a TikTok world. Yeah. And everybody wants everything today, yesterday. We're not there. And I, I would just urge everyone, wh- whether it's the charges in this case, suspects arrested, GoFundMe set up for the victims, all of it. Don't live in the TikTok world that we all think we live in. This is, to echo Dana's point, this is going to take a little bit of time. And time takes time. I hate that saying, but it works. And there will be GoFundMe set up for the people who were injured. Uh, There will be charges. And everybody who was involved, and it certainly had to be more than two people uh, who are currently in custody, they will all be arrested. They will all be charged. And God willing, if they're guilty, they'll be convicted. But we will get through this. We will come out the other side stronger, better. The police department and the city will reevaluate what happened. How can we make it better? How can we make it safer? God willing, this gets to happen again. That The Chiefs win a Super Bowl or the Royals win a World Series or Sporting wins an MLS Cup. And we're going to be better for it. We are going to be better for it. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. The mayor of Kansas City, Quentin Lucas, joining us at 3.30 here on Dana and Parks. I know a lot of you last night had to go home, whether you were at the parade, watching it on TV, listening to Dana and me on the radio yesterday, And you had to have or wanted to have a tough conversation with your kids. Man, how do you explain it? This was a family event, minus Travis Kelsey's speech. Um, This was a family event. And it was a time for the city to celebrate. And because of the actions of a few bad actors, uh, this city was scarred yesterday. No doubt about it. So how do you have that conversation? As an adult, and I said it in the last segment, and I truly believe it. I believe there there is therapy in talk. You've got to talk it out. Talk therapy is real. Joining us on the KMZ hotline is licensed professional counselor, Eddie Barnett. Eddie, welcome. Thank you for joining us on short notice. Scott, thank you, uh, thank you, thank you, Dana, for having me. Um, yeah, such a such a tragic day in our city for what was supposed to be uh, such a celebratory uh, time and a family event and family and friends, and, uh, and it ends in sadness. So. so, Eddie, we all had friends who were down there, uh, children who were down there. Um, some of them got separated from mom and dad. And I was mentioning earlier that just because you maybe weren't right by the impact zone does not mean there isn't trauma there. And one of my girlfriends said last night that her 14-year-old said to her when they got home safely, if we can't go to a parade in this day and age, what's the point? Mm. And my my girlfriend looked at me and said, how do you even begin to answer that question? And that's why we want to just give you the floor and and help guide us as parents 
um, through these difficult conversations in the days ahead? Yeah, no, and I, I appreciate that. Um, man, I, I feel for that 14 year old. I, I see a, a few of those in my office uh, every week and I just know how every day of their life is already feels like there's little traumas that, you know, hit them and this one being big. And you're, you're absolutely right. Whether you were close to the fire gunfire or you were watching this on TV, this has an impact on you. And as an adult, and we walk into that with our kids, we have to practice having compassion for them, compassion for others, but also compassion for ourselves. And it starts with that space. It's kind of like being on an airline, put your mask on first, you have to do that self-reflect before reacting is a big piece of how we engage in that space and just be aware of our own feelings so that we are not reacting, um, but we're responding to our kids in that space. And uh, it's a tough conversation to even think about having. You know, Eddie, uh, you, me, and Dana are, I, I don't know your age, but I'm going to guess you're probably uh, middle-aged if, if, if I can say that. Yeah, I'm 42. I'm not afraid to admit it. Okay. Um, when, when, when the three of us were growing up, it, it was not uncommon for people to bottle up their feelings. Don't, don't share. It's a sign of weakness. I, I think we've moved past that, uh, thankfully. Yeah. And, and as I said uh, in the last segment and as I said as we were introducing you, I am a true believer in talk therapy. I, I think it works miracles for people's mental health. Yes. <clears throat> it gives a space to, to not only slow down and process, but it's a safe environment where you have no, there's not a judgment piece into it. And so whether that, that feeling that we used to have of you have to be tough, you have to, you know, stay bottled up, keep your emotions on your, you know, on the inside and, and don't let anybody see that. Um, that's where all this stress built up over time. And I mean, if there, something came out of COVID, I think it was an opening up, of the world and of people um, to open up that talk space area. Yeah. Um, and, and so uh, I hate to call a silver lining out of that type of thing, but it, it has done that for um, um, a lot of people um, in this nation and in the city. And I know I've seen that uh, in my practice myself. And then Eddie, so we know the rates of anxiety and depression among young people doubled after the pandemic and the isolation they feel and all of those things. And so this is now on top of that. Um, is it possible that the kiddos came home last night and seemed completely fine and they're playing video games and FaceTiming with their friends and watching a movie with mom and dad, and then today or tomorrow or even Friday or Saturday, somehow this starts to manifest, and what should parents look for? Yeah, I would be uh, on the lookout for that myself. And so kind of one thing that we've been talking here in our practice, even just kind of how do we handle clients and do that space, is to just inform parents to to look at maybe what's going to happen tonight. Um, you, last night you may have had trouble going to bed, but tonight you may have nightmares. Um, you may have had today um, or tomorrow, like kids don't want to go to school. They just start to kind of shrink back, um, withdrawal. And what we're, what we're trying to kind of convey to parents and put that out there is it's an okay time to talk. And this isn't a sit down with your teen at the table or your youngster at a table across from do activities with them. It's okay to disengage from the trauma and the tragedy that's everything that's going on if, if that's available and put a little, let's put board games into it, a puzzle, go for a walk. I mean, those type of things where we can put a relaxed environment and allow that to be an open, open door. But don't be afraid to ask the question, how are you doing? It's, it's not, 
Um, it's not a scary question. It may be, you may be fearful of the answer, but our kids right now need us to know that we want to connect with them. Isn't it so incredible, Eddie? Something as simple as how are you doing? Four words. That's it. How are you doing? Can literally change a child's life. Mm-hmm. My teenager yeah. last night, Eddie, it broke my heart, but I don't, I don't even know how to process what he said when I walked in. I gave him a big hug and I said, there was a moment I thought you might be down there. Today was a very hard day for me. How are you doing, buddy? And he looked at me without a beat and said, duck, cover, and run, Mom. Duck and run. I know what to do. We've had these drills. And I thought how sad that we are raising a generation of kids who have grown up in the school shooting space. And he said to me, I would have been fine. I would have have ran and gotten out of there. Isn't that something that is today? I mean, like you guys, when we were growing up, that that would have never been thought of in that space. And, and today, what our kids have to even think about, and they they know how to handle themselves in a gun situation. Yeah, we were too like, busy yeah, hiding under plywood desks uh, to save us from a nuclear yeah. explosion. <laughs> right? Yes, yes, we were. <laughs> so, Eddie, your expertise is so valuable today, and I thank you. Thank you for your time. We're going to have you back at 530, and we'll take some questions from parents on the text line at that time, too. But we have to clear the line for the mayor. Okay, sounds good. All right, be well. Eddie, thank you for your time. We'll see you at 530. That was Eddie Barrett, licensed professional counselor. We will have him back on Dana and Parks on KMBZ in two hours. Stand by for the mayor. That is straight ahead. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We are standing by for Mayor Quentin Lucas, who was on the hotline. He got called away. As you can imagine, this is a very fluid situation. The mayor is extremely busy. I just got a text from him. He said, I'll call you right back. So we will get with the mayor here in just a moment. Uh, Prosecutor Gene Peters-Baker will be joining us at 4.30 this afternoon. Let's quickly wrap the new information. We are here to walk you through what we know, what we don't know, and where things stand uh, as far as the investigation, the shooting, um, future plans, any time we get that information, we are your source for all of those things. And I'll remind you at 530, we are going to have that licensed um, pediatric 
psychiatrist back on the program to help answer your questions about how we navigate the coming days and weeks with our children. Uh, one of the, the bright spots of the day is the news conference we had in the two o'clock hour with the experts over at Children's Mercy. And as devastated as we all are, that nine children were shot in this tragedy yesterday. Mm. Um, all of them will survive. Only three remain hospitalized. Praise God. All of them will survive. And I will tell you, I think that for the first time yesterday when we heard, you know, the numbers coming in were devastating, Scott, that Children's Mercy initially had 12 patients, 11 of them children, nine of them with gunshot wounds. I thought this tragedy is going to be more than this town can bear. And late yesterday afternoon, toward the end of our five-hour broadcast, we got word that all children were expected to survive. Mm -hmm. And I think in that moment, for a lot of people, there was a collective sigh. Mm -hmm. Like you can just breathe out for a second, and I am not diminishing the adults who have been injured, who have been killed. We still have multiple adults in very critical condition today. Mm -hmm. Um, Our hearts are shattered for those families. You know, one of the things I said, and I know you did the round of international and national phone interviews this morning, as did I. But one thing I said this morning, because I wanted to remain as positive as possible in the light of such evil that descended on our town yesterday, is there were angels among us yesterday, heroes, that on any other given morning... We're just average Kansas Cityans. Or Kansas Cityans who happen to wear Chiefs uniforms. Yeah. Because those players jumped in to help those children. Jackson Mahomes jumped in to help calm those children. There there, there is a story out there today that Jackson Mahomes was in either a closet or a bathroom. And there was a kid who was, was really struggling with what was happening outside. And understandably so. And Jackson Mahomes, someone this town has been really good at knocking down and, and dare I say, uh, vilifying. And, and maybe some of this he's brought on himself. Maybe some of it he's brought on himself. But the story is that Jackson Mahomes comforted and cheered up this child in Union Station. And I think he deserves credit for that. There are stories of the Chiefs players handing um, the the WWE wrestling belt to one of the kids and just said, it's going to be okay. We're going to get you back to your mom and dad. I mean, some of those players became babysitters in that moment, Scott. And in in the days and weeks to come, you know that the team is going to step up. You know that the team is going to do whatever they can to comfort those families. I, I cried so many times yesterday. But seeing a tweet from MVS Mm -hmm. directly after the parade saying, does anyone know how I can go see the children at at Mercy and bring them some some chief stuff? I just cried. I thought you just had one of the greatest moments of their professional careers ripped right out from under you. And is that not part of our collective trauma, Scott, that we were so high I was coming back from the Super Bowl 
we were all so high on this town and this team than the parade. And I do think there's something to be said about the fact that collectively we were all on cloud nine. And then that rug was so violently ripped out from every single one of us. But here's something I thought about this morning. And, and I think this needs to be said, and I think we need to keep everything in perspective. This was a crowd of one million people. And three or four or five people acted a fool. Violently, deadly. But think about, I mean, try to do the math on that. Yeah. And think about how many people were down there for the right reason to celebrate this great city, to celebrate this team that they love, to have fun, to enjoy themselves, to cheer on their favorite players. This was a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of our community that acted a fool. Sadly, it was the lead story on every major newscast this morning. Dana was on the BBC last night. I was on radio stations around the country today. Th this is the image. Okay. All right. This is the image for today. And that's it. Because tomorrow, I want to move on. And that's not to suggest that we forget those who have been injured. And sadly, the one woman from Shawnee who died but this town is better than what we saw yesterday. And let me, let me, let me rewind my tape on that because I'm going to take that back. I think you may have seen the worst and the best of Kansas City yesterday. I'm reminded about those trauma tents where lives were saved. And every single plan that sadly in this day and age that we have to put in place because there are we, we are in America awash with illegal guns. That is just a fact. But the plans that were put in place worked. They worked as well as they could. Mm -hmm. And I think those who ran toward the danger, and we cannot forget the paramedics, the, the EMS professionals who ran straight toward those bullets, those professionals saved lives yesterday, Scott. No question. Getting the kids packaged up and out of there, despite the fact that so many of them were separated from mom and dad. Um, Betsy Solberg and her kids were directed into Union Station after this shooting. This is reporting from the Kansas City Star, where a young girl, they think about nine years old, had been separated from her parents. Solberg tried to console her. The girl only spoke Spanish. They were unable to communicate. One thing, though, they didn't need translating? Fear. Hmm. The girl was terrified, and so was Solberg. And that, the Star writes, is what being one of the lucky ones looks like. Let, let me tell you something else that you can't translate. Love and empathy. Yeah. There, there is no language for that. It doesn't need one. Love and empathy won the day yesterday. It always does. And it always will. When the shots rang out, people inside Union Station took off running. And Shariah Gordon, girlfriend of Chiefs wide receiver McCole Hardman Jr., got swept along. She is pregnant with the couple's second child. Please don't fall. Please don't fall, she told herself as people pushed and shoved against her. Mm. 
Late Wednesday night, she shared details of the shooting at the Chiefs Super Bowl rally at Union Station, where we now know 23 were injured, one is dead. I cannot wrap my head around it, she said, to think that that really happened on a Valentine's Day that began with so much happiness. Mm-hmm. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. We are standing by for the mayor of Kansas City. He was supposed to join us at 3.30 this afternoon. He got called away. Um, he is a very busy man. We totally understand. Uh, he has given me assurance on text that he will join us as quickly as he possibly can. And so we will hold and stand by for the mayor. Uh, telephone number is 913 586 7798. She is Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks. That guy over there is Sam Stevie III here on KMBZ. While we are waiting on the mayor, I do want to remind everybody if you were down there, certainly near the impact zone of the tragedy that fell on top of our town yesterday. Uh, it's possible that people got home at night last night. Scott, like, tried to start to process what it was they saw, what it was that happened, opened their phones, started looking at videos and photos. Kansas City police want all of that. Uh, This is going to be one of the largest investigations we have had in our city in a very, very long time. This will be in the top handful of investigations in our town And even if you don't think what you have caught on tape matters, it might. Um, Let them decide. And if you're more comfortable calling Crime Stoppers, call Crime Stoppers. If you're more comfortable reaching out directly to the prosecutor's office, do that. They want to hear from you. Uh, Please, please look at your phones, look at what you have, and share that information. I uh, just got a text from the mayor. He is going to call in at 4.05. Totally fine. So he's been moved to 4.05 this yep. afternoon. Prosecutor will be here at 4.30, and then we have a child psychiatrist coming on the program again at 5.30 to take your questions about how the heck we talked to our children about what they saw yesterday. Telephone number here if you'd like to be part of the program is 913-586-7798. JR in Kansas City. JR, good afternoon. Hello. Welcome. Hey, Scott. I just wanted to thank you, Dana and Sam, um, for covering such a heavy topic for so long yesterday. Um, All three of you handled it with class. You handled it with dignity and with grace. I know that being kind of on the on the pressing on the edge of the envelope covering that news was not easy, nor was it fun. And and Dana and specifically to you, um, when when you broke up, as you read MBS's tweet, um, I, I know it helped my heart. I know it probably did the same for a lot of other people in Kansas City, because I know that all three of you are professionals. I know you guys are taught in school and in and throughout your career to keep emotion out of it. But to to hear that from you, um, it just it just added so much empathy and and layers of, of, of grace on such a on such a bad day. And when I got home, um, my wife works down at Mercy. Um, mm. And, you know, she'd been in, she didn't have to work yesterday. She, um, 
And, uh, but she's in contact with her unit and stuff like that. And um, my little five-year-old came up to me and she said, she said, daddy, did you hear? She's five years old. And she, daddy, did you hear that um, little kids were shot at a a parade? I said, yes, sweetie. I said, I understand that. And we we talked just so briefly on it, but I, you know, it's, I, I just can't thank you guys enough. I mean, I know you guys are also involved with big slick, right? That's one of the reasons it's so important to help fund these great hospitals that are willing to go above and beyond in a moment's notice. Nobody trains to admit nine kids with gunshot wounds. Nobody, you know what I mean? Or no one expects that. They train for it, but they pray to God that it never happens. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to call and say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Kansas City loves you guys more than you know. And, and again, I know it's such a heavy topic. But last night, I, I prayed for all three of you and just asked God to give give you guys just grace and, and, and peace. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm sure there are other people in Kansas City that, that feel the same way. So love you guys. JR, that's wow. going to make me cry. And that is the most humbling, beautiful call. And I, um, you know, we're all here with you through this and we're parents and we have to Kansas put on, Sidians. we have to put on our broadcast hat every once in a while during difficult times, but we're parents first, Kansas City in second. And then I happen to do this for work, um, the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department and the officers working on the ground with them mm. as they secured the scene of the Chief Super Bowl rally shooting took all of the folding chairs that were knocked over and left in the panic and in the chaos Take your time. And from the sky. Oh, God. Johnny Rollins has the video. Your Kansas City, Missouri Police Department spelled out Casey Strong with the folding chairs that were. Take your time. That were toppled when people were running. (laughs) I love this town. Damn you for showing me that. I love this town. Charles in Atchison. Charles, hello. Hello. I was just calling you to, I was listening to you guys yesterday. I want to thank you guys. I mean, I listen to you guys almost every day. And you guys both said it great that that's not our city. And it's not. And it's to hear about kids and everything that happened, that's so wrong that happened in our great city. And it's a great city. So I want to thank you guys very, very much for what you guys have done. Well, we, we didn't do anything. We didn't do anything. All we did was echo what you already knew. This is a great city. This is... Dana and I have had multiple opportunities to leave, and we've turned them all down. They've tried to get me to leave. (laughs) We've begged you to leave. But you won't go. Now, now, I didn't do that. We believe in this city. Because this city is great. And I truly believe the greatest city in the United States. 
And I believe in my heart that this city is going to prove that to me over the next few days. I truly believe that. Quick break for the news. When we get back, the mayor of Kansas City, Missouri, Quentin Lucas, joins us on Dana and Parks. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.